Dylan, what's it's Dean Luggy and Dylan Weber? What's the what's the most memorable thing you've done on your birthday that you that you can talk about on a on a broadcast oh, podcast? Most memorable thing I've done on my birthday. Yeah. When I when I was in sixth grade, uh, we got a limo because we had a coupon for like a three hour limo ride for free. So uh, some friends and I took that out to a barbecue place in Llano, Texas. And it's my favorite barbecue place in the world. So we took a limo out to West Texas to get to the barbecue. Well, Braylon Oliver committed to Georgia, so take that. Well, yeah, that's a little <laughs> bit bigger of a deal. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Georgia's, Georgia's first commitment of the 2021 cycle. You know, the dogs still have plenty of ways to go here in this this 2020 cycle. If you want to learn more about Braylon Oliver, uh, is a kid who, a DB, a pretty tall DB, a big DB. You can read that on dogpost.dawgpost.com. You know that already. This is Riding Home with Dean Leggy and Dylan Weber. Dylan, we're getting closer and closer to the season. Today, Georgia goes inside, and I think, at the practice facility, I think today is probably the last uh, vestige of what you would call camp. Um and you can see Kirby and them scaling back a little bit by heading inside. I don't think it was overwhelmingly hot today, but they did get nah. inside. Yeah, and I think they still have tomorrow with camp, technically. Yeah, um, if you want to call it that. I don't know. I, I don't even know what they're going to do tomorrow. They might just be in shells again with shoulder pads and, and athletic shorts. Um, so it's hard to say exactly what they'll be. But, I mean, yeah, we, we are at about the end. I think everyone's just kind of tired of it and, you know, <laughs> Players and us included just want to get onto the game week. I mean, we we want this shit to get started. Well, it's interesting, you know. Starting, you know, essentially, you know, you got the Gators and the Canes. That'll be fun. I will also watch Hawaii and Arizona because you know I have no personal life. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I mean, I, I, I'm sure your wife loves that. Well, I'll be in D.C. watching uh, Mikhail Sherman, so I don't know that she well, she would watch it too. She she does not mind. The uh, the late night, you know, kind of bizarre Hawaii um, games, the Pac-12 games. They got to be competitive. Um, we watch a lot of Pac-12 in our house because a lot of times those eleven o'clock kickoffs, which are eight o'clock over there, um, are about the only time that you can get sanity in our home. Uh, right now, the children are running around competing, uh, screaming. I'm. I'm I'm not certain if we have all four eyes left, but the season is here, and um, I mean, I'm I'm, I'm definitely excited. I, I'll say, uh, I was talking to an old friend of mine today, and uh, he he feels like this is a this this is his these are his words. I'll have more about this than what we're hearing uh, as as Sunday gets here, but he feels like uh, a lot of people who are football people think this is a Georgia Clemson thing, and that Alabama is is good. But maybe not as good as those two. Now, conventional thinking would tell you that that's that's not the case. But he he does. How how far away are we from something like that? I mean, I think Alabama has plenty I mean, to say. But how far I, are we from that? I wouldn't say. I, I don't. I, I don't know if we'll ever be there necessarily until right. Saban leaves. Um, I think it'll more so just be a Clemson Alabama Georgia thing. So there's. You know, I, I, there's no scenario where Nick Saban is out of Alabama in your mind where they're not good, like where they, you know, go perhaps they go ten and two and they lose to someone, uh, or or say eleven and two they lose in the conference championship game. 
I mean, I guess that's possible because you know, they play Georgia next year in the regular season. Yeah. So that's, you know, certainly possible. And you know, they lose to Georgia and then Auburn. So that's possible. Well, um, I, I think, I think, well, I mean, Auburn's beaten them more lately, but I would think that LSU would have the better chance. But, you know, honestly, and I know you'll really love this, I think A&M is the one that's, that's trending towards being yeah. the most competitive in the West. Again, just in general, or in general, I, this season the two teams that have the most difficult schedule are Texas A&M and South Carolina. I mean, they they both play Clemson, Alabama, Georgia. Uh, they will know. <laughs> they will know who, in in their mind, who the best team is. And you know, the last two years, uh, or excuse me, the last season, a lot of the Carolina guys and the Alabama guys said it too that. From their perspective, it was Georgia that was more difficult to play than Clemson. And Clemson, of course, has a reason to be kind of salty about that because uh, they they won both those games with Alabama and South Carolina. I, I'm, I know they won by more than double digits in, in, the, in the Alabama game. I, I'm pretty sure they won by two touchdowns against Carolina. But, you know, well, go ahead. I, I mean, I, I just think it's when you play Georgia compared to Clemson, and I'm not saying this means Georgia's better by any means, but – I think it's just more physically wearing on you. It is. I mean, just how they play. They just really go in there, and they just run all over you, and that's tiring. Well, the thing about it is, though, is that you don't have to play football the same way as everyone else. And and, and Clemson has perfected um, what Baylor and Auburn even tried to do, which was have a, have a spread them out offense that's predicated on scoring points and not necessarily with a power run game in the traditional sense. I mean, Florida did this too in the late 90s. Um, Clemson has had more success, I guess. Technically not. Um, but they, they've won five conference championships in a row. They've won two of the last three national championships. I mean, the Gators never won five conference championships in a row. But I would argue that the, the, winning the SEC in the late 90s is very different than the ACC right now. Um but anyway, back to the discussion. We're not talking about practice. We can we can always talk about practice, but um, it, it is something that. Um, and this guy's not a Georgia guy that said that to me. By the way, he he doesn't. You know, that's not what he he does. But it was interesting to to hear him say that. Um, I, I just think that the path for for Georgia and and Alabama uh, or LSU, A and M, Florida, whoever you want to put in there. Um, is just more so much more complicated than anyone else, maybe with the exception of Ohio State and Michigan, that it's it's just asking a lot to say, hey, these guys will be in the in the in the playoff for sure. Even though the betting odds are, are firmly in place of Alabama and Clemson, uh, Clemson's path should be much easier than Alabama's. I mean, you think it would be the easiest, honestly? It is the easiest. Yeah. I mean, because Alabama, at least, I mean, they got to play Auburn and. And I, I'm still kind of unsure on where Auburn will be this year, but you can never count them out. Um, the, the, they, they they are going to have to be markedly better than they were a season ago. Auburn? Yes. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, but I feel like any time Gus is on the hot seat is when you, you really see one of their better seasons. Um, yeah, but look, man, let, let, let's just – I'm going to Google Gus real quick. And he's he's that's that's sort of true. That's not really always the case with him. I mean, he's he's had two really really great years at, at Auburn, which were the 2013 seasons and the, and the 2013 season and the, and the uh, 2017 season. 
Do you know how many games is the most games he's won in a season outside of those two years? Uh, something I know it's not great. Is it yeah. seven? It's eight and five. Eight and five. So okay. twelve and two win the conference with two miracles, and you get credit for miracles. Twelve and two win the conference, lose to Florida State on the last play of the game for the national championship. That's not bad. Eight and five the next year, seven and six the next year, eight and five the season after that. Ten and four, a really good year in 2017, wins over number one Georgia and uh, and Alabama, who I think was also number one at the time. Uh, no, they were two. But anyway, back to back, and they lose to Georgia but, and lose to UCF. And then last year they were eight and five with a losing record but, in the conference. And even then, ten and four is is impressive. Ten wins is always impressive, but I mean, for what they were, you you expected better. You expected more, especially. Um, um, I mean, because they they did beat. Two, the two top teams, they beat the two top teams in the nation that year. Well, I, I, then, I stand corrected. I mean, Georgia was the one, and so was Alabama. So they beat, you know, and they were hot. And then they, and then you know, they just, you know, they lost to Clemson that year. That was a decent Clemson team, by my recollection. They, they you know, they, they were, went to the playoff, but that was not one of the better Clemson teams of late. Um, they lost 16-14. No. to 14. And then they, they boat raced a lot of people that year, um, Auburn. I mean, the, 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 one of their tougher games was Mercer. But, I mean, they, they blew out Missouri. They blew out Mississippi State. They blew out Ole Miss. They lose to LSU on, I think, the last play of the game or very close to it. They blow out Arkansas. They blow out A&M. They, they blow out Georgia. They blow out Louisiana Road. They solidly defeat Alabama. It was the first time in a long time that Bama had lost by double digits, and they sure did. And then Georgia, and I mean, it, was the SEC championship game a blowout that year to you? They, um, won, they won by 21. Uh, it's one of those games where you're, when you're watching it, it doesn't really feel like a blowout because it was pretty close up until, what, midway through that third quarter? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Georgia was only up two touchdowns going into the fourth by my, my, by my recollection. Off the top of my head, I can't remember exactly. That Let's see, Georgia, right. Georgia, Georgia was up. No, Georgia was only up six. They were up thirteen to seven wow. going into the fourth, and then Georgia scored uh, fifteen points. However, you do that. Did they go for two with Terry? That's what happened. They scored. They scored a two point conversion with Terry, right? Terry Godwin. Yeah, I forgot about that. You like that? that? You like that? Um, I don't know how we got off on Auburn, but I don't think anyone outside of these teams I'm about to say can win the SEC. And I'm not necessarily going in order here, but um, some of them, the odds are very low. Uh, Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Florida, and I think the last two, I just am going to have to believe, see it to believe it. I, I don't, I don't think that Texas A&M can survive their their schedule. And number two, with the Gators, I mean, first of all, I don't think they're going to beat Georgia. So that would mean that they would need Georgia to lose twice at least, and they would have to be perfect the same way, and they would have to win whoever they play against the West. So the, comp- the likelihood of the Gators doing it is low. They can do it, but it's low. And then LSU has the bodies and so forth. Just they just they can't seem to be competitive with it, with Alabama. No, it's always hyped. That game is always so hyped up. It never ends up being that great. Well, why do you, why do you think CBS went away from that game this year? I mean, I think the, because go ahead. Because last year it was supposed to once again be like the best game of the the year, and it was just 
a blowout. Yeah, it wasn't good. I mean, even the the one game in 2011, like that was you know hailed as. I think Sports Illustrated put it in its top ten games. Yeah, it it just it was not a good game, dude. It was bad. It was. They ended six to nine. Yeah, it was nine to six in overtime. There were like four missed field goals. It was disgusting. It was not quality football. I, I don't know. I don't just, you know, we, we heard the same thing. This is a little bit before your time, but I remember the 2006 Michigan-Ohio State game. Everybody was was honking that those two teams should play again because they played a real close game. It was 30-something to 30-something. And, you know, you, you fast forward to the national championship game and the Gators blow out Ohio State. And that game was not close. And you, everyone's talking about that was the best game, you know, almost in theory of the decade, that, that 06 Michigan-Ohio State game. We let our we let our perceptions of something that's happening in the moment far too often, you know, skew reality. Uh, I did not think at the time that the that the Rose Bowl with Oklahoma and Georgia was was a great game. I didn't. I remember leaving the Rose Bowl with you and Wes and and, Dil, and and Matt and being like, "That was a really good game," you know. And someone said something like, "Yeah, that's going to be the greatest Rose Bowl all time outside of the Texas USC game." I think I was saying that, but because I still I still stand by that. Well, I think that's right. I mean, if you go back and look at the so that game was, I mean, top ten games of all time. Georgia Oklahoma were playing, you know. That that was basically for all the marbles. That was a that was a great game. That was way better than that than that you know snoozer nine six snoozer that all these baseball nerd college football people were talking about being the, one of the greatest games of all time. Give me a break! No one scored. It was awful. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean maybe people really like that. Maybe I, I don't Who? know. People get. I don't know. Some people really like great defense and missing field goals, but like me personally, I like to see a shit ton of points. That's fine. I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna like, tell you right. Course, Go ahead. I mean, of course, I I don't want to see was like the the Baylor Washington game from <laughs> when RG three was there, yeah. but like, but I mean, it, how it was in that Rose Bowl was awesome. I mean, I, I like stuff like that. Well, it was you know that that Alabama. Um, that Alabama uh, LSU game was, you know, a great. It was a great struggle between defenses, but I mean, like for instance, that pulled in a eleven point five Nelson rating, and I'm just gonna have to go real quick to see what Georgia Alabama in 2012 pulled in because that was a great game too. I mean, that was a better game than that garbage that we watched in in in, in Tuscaloosa. I mean, I'm not judging the teams. But it just wasn't a good game. I mean, it it was not a good game. Period. So I, I don't I don't I don't know. But it because it drew so much attention, um, and because those two met later for the national championship, that game is still perceived as as a great game. So Georgia Alabama two a year later drew a a nine point eight. So a lot of people watched LSU Alabama, the regular season game. Not quite twenty million, but a lot. So it was a huge audience. Um, but anyway, back back to the point. What, what, so what? We're we're almost 50, twenty minutes into this. We got to wrap this up. What happened at practice? What did we miss? 
Um, well, anything okay, new? Let's go. Let's roll it. Not anything new. I mean, Jamari Sawyer was not there. Kobe Dean was not there. Uh, Swift was back in a normal red jersey. Um, so you know, he's it was full contact again for him. Right. Um, other than that, I mean, it's it's really just not much. It's been kind of quiet on that front. Yeah, and then, you know, I'm just looking at this thing too. Alabama LSU. That was one versus two, if I'm not mistaken, and it was the first time that it had been a one versus two since that 06 Michigan Ohio State game, and that was, you know, it had been built up as a game of the century game, and there have been some pretty shitty game of the century games. Notre Dame Michigan State ten to ten. That's pretty. That's pretty bad. Um, but there have been some good game of the century games too. For instance, uh, that that Miami Penn State game. It was only fourteen to ten. I very much remember that game. That game was epic. But it came down right to the end. And then the Florida State Notre Dame, and and several of the Miami Florida State games. But I, I'm just not sure how many games can can top Texas SC. You know, Florida Alabama from 2009 was a big deal. But you know, game of the century. I I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we should just stop calling games <laughs> game of the century before the game actually happens. You know, it was an epic game, and, and it it just it didn't really matter a ton. Was and, that, and that, by the way, too, that LSU Alabama game, the outcome was completely ir- irrelevant, as it turns out. Completely irrelevant. Yeah, that's true. That's the important uh, part. Of it. The LSU A and M game that ended the season, the regular season last year, was an epic game. I mean, epic. But it was. I mean, at about the fifth well, overtime, well, I, remember, we, I was watching with you. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. I, I was like, I just wanted to go home. But I was like, I can't leave until this game's over. Like, I've invested this much. Yeah. But it I got was, to the point, I was like, please. What? Did you? Did we watch the end of it? I mean, I, I, I know I did. Oh, yeah. I, I was falling asleep at the end of it. Yeah, but we watched all of it. Some, some games are awesome. That 9-6 to six game in in 2011 was not that great it was it but it but but cbs has gone away from that because they feel like lsu alabama is not it does not have the potential to draw the way that notre dame georgia does it's that simple that's what it is and that's what this season is building towards all the quote-unquote boring practices or you know uh all this stuff Everybody's going to see, you know, the Vanderbilt game is going to be judged on how does Georgia look? Do they look good enough to beat Notre Dame, et cetera, and go on from there? That's all this season's going to be is constant buildup towards Notre Dame and towards that night game. It's, it's, it's interesting just to even say Notre Dame coming to Athens is so rare, but um, that will be a huge game for, for Georgia and Notre Dame for sure. Georgia, I mean, Notre Dame's really got to win that game. Um, they're the ones that are in position to have yeah. to win it. All right, Dylan, we will let you go. Everybody go to dogpost.com, D-A-W-G-P-O-S-T.com. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you on the website.